Hi, friends. Welcome to episode 195 of Motherhood in Hollywood. Today, it's all about The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. My friend Diana Stagliano is here to talk about her experience on both of those huge shows. We're also going to be talking about married life, living in LA, and our faith. It's going to be a good time. Here we go. Come on, Mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. having a great week. This has been a very exciting, very busy week for me, which is why I am um, uh, getting my podcast out probably a little later than I intended. Um, It is Oscars week. It's been award season around here. So I have been, as you can imagine, um, very busy, but loving it, enjoying it, doing a lot of stuff with NBC Los Angeles, also a lot of stuff with Motherhood in Hollywood. Um, It's been a good week. I know the Oscars are coming up on Sunday. I still have nothing to wear. I have completely dropped the ball and forgotten to get something to wear. So I need to work on that. Um, But more importantly, I want to talk about my guest today. I just had the most lovely conversation with Deanna Stagliano, who I met several months ago through my friend Jessica Hall, uh, who has also been on the podcast before. And um, I didn't know that she had been a contestant on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And I have said many times on this show, I don't understand the fandom and the fascination with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. I know people are huge fans of it. And um, it is a global, you know, hit for uh, over on ABC. Um, And I really wanted to ask her, like, why does she want to go on the show? What was her experience like? Because I don't know that I've ever really chatted with someone who has had such intimate knowledge, like firsthand knowledge of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. So I think you guys are really going to love her story, what she has to say about her experience on the show, um, and how she met her now husband, who was not on The Bachelor, but does have a Bachelor connection, which I think is pretty cool. And um, we also talk about mom life and friendships here in LA. Can I get an amen or a toot toot if you're in your car about how, if you understand how hard it is to make friends, um, when you're of a, of a certain age, like it feels like when you're in college or high school, like it's, it's a little easier to make friends, but when you're in your thirties and forties and, and on, it's hard to make deep connections with people. Cause it feels like people already have their friends established. You know, they've already have their lifelong friends and maybe they're not looking to add to the, add to the list. Um, but it seems especially difficult in Los Angeles to make friends, people who are, um, genuinely there for you, who understand, um, and support you. And, uh, it, I know that's something that for me personally has been an ongoing challenge and it still is still is to this day. Um, and uh, you know, I'll go into that more in another episode because, um, I, I love what Deanna and I got to talk about how she can relate to, to like finding friends and, and making good connections. Um, she, one of her good friends is Christine Lincoln, who was a guest on motherhood in Hollywood a couple years ago. And, um, they talk about their, she's talking about their new show they have called moms in cars. And it's a lot of fun. I got to be on it. And, um, yeah, so I, I think, it is possible to make good friends in LA. I think it is possible. Um, I hope to make real connections with people when you're of a certain age and, um, yeah, 
maybe I, maybe I just may, you know, um, uh, start like expanding my reach of friends and, and who I talk to and who I hang with. Like, you know, I gotta get out there more guys. I gotta put myself out there and start going on mom dates. Um, but anyway, I'm going to wrap up the mommy monologue because, uh, I love this conversation with Deanna and I think you guys will too. So here is, uh, my friend Deanna Stagliano. about Deanna because do people call you D ever or stag yes so you know what is so funny when I went on I'm known as all of those things okay um when I went on the uh bachelor Uh a very 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 long time ago (laughs) I on the very first night I'll never live this down people still talk about this Brad is calling out that was my bachelor's name and he's calling out all of these names to give roses and it becomes my time my time and he's like Deanna and I walk up and he's like Deanna will you accept this rose and I look at him and I'm like it's Deanna. Oh. And I will ah, never, ah, ever ah. live that down. Do you know how many people on the you message should've. boards you ripped me <laughs> apart? They were like, how dare you correct him? And I was like, listen, people, if I'm supposed to be dating this guy, don't you think you should know my name? So there was that piece. And then the other piece that like people I grew up with, people that I knew okay. from high school, middle school, elementary school, they were writing me and they were texting me. They're like, who's Deanna? Because forever... Before I can remember, I have been known as Dee Dee. When my brother was a baby, he's only a year older than I am, Uh he couldn't pronounce the name Deanna. So he started calling me Dee Dee. So it became like my nickname, right? So then when I went to school, all of my teachers would be like, Deanna Pappas. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Deanna Pappas, please, for a Lord, you know. And so I just started going by Dee Dee. So until I graduated high school, no one even knew that my name was Deanna because (gasps) I got so sick of correcting people. Yeah. And I feel like that's the one thing. You should pronounce someone's name correctly. And you were like, I'm "I'm on national television now, and now is the time I'm going to tell everybody. It's Deanna. I don't care. Everyone get on board. People used to comment on everything, photos everywhere, and they would write D-E. Yawn, like oh. Y-A-W-N, and like make fun of me. And I was like, all right, well, at least How you know my name. You. So that's cool. Um, I have to tell you, I have to admit, I do not watch The Bachelor. Can I just say thank you? I thank did you. not even know you were on The Bachelor <laughs> until I, I think Erin told me actually. Yeah. And I was like, what? Recently? I was like, oh my God. Um, She's so old though. I'm at, no, I'm <laughs> just not those a, old girls on the show I'm anymore. just not a, a Bachelor person I take don't hate me no offense to it whatsoever I had okay. never even seen the show before I was on it I liked you because I, I thought you it. were really fun and you were like we were all hanging out together and like having some wine with yeah. Jessica and yes. everybody so um I did not know that you were on the best doesn't hurt my feelings one bit okay but that being said we have to talk about it like why did you want to go on the bachelor oh man I didn't really mm-hmm. actually um I had been dating this guy after college off and on for like three years and we just kept breaking up and getting back together. And at this point in time, he had broken up with me and I'd been single for like three months and I was kind of like devastated. I thought I was going to like, you know, build a house on his farm and live in Noonan, Georgia forever and raise his babies and, and cause you're from Georgia, right? Yes. Yeah. And go to the dairy barn on Friday nights and that would be my life. Mm, no, no. I honestly, I was like, I'm never going to be okay with this. I'm never going to be okay with this. Yeah. Um, so I had some friends of mine, husband and wife who loved the bachelor. They like, well, like people are, they like people love live, it. eat and breathe it. Yes. You know, they are watched huge it. Huge fans. Yes. Yeah. Like loyal fans. Um, and they were doing an open casting call in Atlanta and we don't have good sushi in noon in Georgia, as you can imagine. There's no waters bordering us right. except for the lake, and they're yeah. not that good. Catfish right. is gross. Um, catfish is so gross. Catfish is so gross. Unless it's deep fried and battered with hush puppies. That's how they eat it in Oklahoma with the hush puppies yes. and they deep fry yes. it. But even then, I'm even like, even still, uh, it's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. And have you seen a catfish? Yes, they're they have like 
cat they're whiskers. Gross. <laughs> they're really gross. Yeah. Um, anyway, so they were doing the open casting call in Atlanta. It was near this sushi place that we really liked. Uh-huh. And she was like, if you go and audition, I'll buy you dinner. And I was uh-huh. like, oh my God, done. dinner. And it's free and it's sushi. Done. I'll done. do whatever you want. So we go. She comes and picks me up and takes me and everything. And I just wear like my normal. I mean, I'm literally today I'm wearing jeans and t-shirt. I know mm-hmm. your people can't see me, but I'm wearing <laughs> jeans and t-shirt. This is my my uniform. Your uniform, yeah. So I go to this open casting call and I am wearing jeans and a t-shirt and tennis shoes, right? And I just roll in and the two producers are there. It's at this bar and you, they're just like fill out this three by five card. And it was like name, age, uh, and on the back it left like a paragraph space. It was like, why are you still single? And all I wrote was, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. And then I was like, done, check. Let's go to dinner. Yeah, right. I had no Nailed intentions it. of going on the show whatsoever. And then much to my surprise, these people kept calling, which is weird. Um, yeah. And then even when they called and said, hey, you know, get ready. Get all your dresses ready. You're going to go and be on the show. I was like to my sister, I was like, holy shit, I don't think I want to do like, this. Is this really happening? Yeah. I just never thought in a million years they the would choose me. Was The Bachelor as big then? Because you were on season four, right? I was season four of The Bachelorette. Of The Bachelorette. I was on Bachelor season 11, I think. Okay. So do they bring you back? Is that how it works? Yeah. So okay. typically. I, right. I think so. You Again, I didn't see it before I was on it either. Right. Um. I think back in the day, they used to make The Bachelor new. Like, they would just pick some, like, super mm-hmm. cute, rich guy right. and make him The Bachelor. Or at right. least they would tell you he was rich. Right. <laughs> Not that I care. Like, I have my own money. His so, parents are rich. Right, right. <laughs> um, but The Bachelorettes all came from a previous season. Okay. So I came from a previous season, and the other three before me came from a previous season. Got it. Now, I think now they have figured out why they have millions and millions of viewers, right? They find someone that people attach themselves to and make mm-hmm. that person the next Bachelor or the Bachelorette instead of finding someone new. Yeah. I miss the old ways where we used to find somebody new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're a little oversaturated in Bachelor Nation. <laughs> it's <laughs> huge. It seems like it's like spawned so many different because it was just The Bachelor. Now it's Bachelorette. Yeah. And isn't there like Bachelor, Bachelor in Paradise? Paradise. There was yeah. Bachelor Pad. There's Bachelor uh, the Pad, Winter Games. Right. They have this new show coming out that I saw Chris post the other day. Bachelor. It's a, like a song performance thing. Oh, you know, like there's Bachelor's always a musician. Got Talent kind of thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's always a musician on every single season. Right. I did, see, I did see all the hubbub online the other day about the current girl, the current bachelorette she's the bachelorette right and they're we are currently in, in the bachelor the bachelor and it's they went on a date on a monday night and there was i'm a gonna singer. force you to you watch should. the show i mean i don't enjoy it either but when there's wine and snacks you know you I'm can there. watch anything that's all yes, you have to say that's all I, need I will to. watch anything for wine and <laughs> we'll snacks. invite aaron we'll invite tori yes. and we'll invite jessica and this will be really fun It'll be a little bachelor girl party <laughs> but okay so he's on a date and they go to the date and the guy that was singing at the concert was yes. so much so i guess dated. he is this country star now and i guess this girl who was on the date dated him now, I haven't seen the episode yet, so I don't really. Did you, have you did you ever watch the show called Unscripted? Yes, I love it. I was obsessed with it. I love it. it. So for me, yeah. when Were I was like, on the show. like, this is real? Yes. Back in the day, people asked <laughs> me that it. all the time. So I think that that's what the show used to be. Yes. You know, there was Mike Fleiss, who was the creative of the they show. They were like pushing it to there the limit. executive producer, who was mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. Everybody on set kind of knew they had something going mm-hmm. on. And she was like... Um, Constant Zimmerman, Zimmerman's um, character. She would come onto set. She could make you cry, and you wouldn't even know you were crying. <gasps> and then she would just gracefully bow out of the camera frame. And you're like, oh my god, oh my I god, just he's right. I love him so much. I just met him like tonight, an hour ago. Like, oh my god, I'm in love. Uh, crazy. Oh my god. Now that's a good producer. Yes. 
Yeah, That's she was incredible. Producer. She was yeah. incredible. And I remember. Are they still involved with the show? No, she left the show after my season. So clearly okay. they yeah. broke up. Yeah. Or whatever was going on. Right. Uh, Mike Fly still is the creator of the show. And I believe he is on set still quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but she was incredible. And I remember after leaving The Bachelor. So you didn't watch the show. People who watch the show will know this. <laughs> they will know this. There, I know there's people listening. Famously to got dumped, right? So mm-hmm. I was on the season of the guy, super hot Texas guy, um, was like man-made, you know, a self-made, um, successful man, mm-hmm. southern gentleman. And at the end, he decides not to pick anyone. Now, I was the girl that everyone thought he was going to choose, including the producers, uh, including everyone on production. So they really do leave it up to the contestants to make so. a decision. And they're not. Ish. Yeah, I was going to say, I know that right. they're highly produced. I know sure. that they're. I don't think those they moments. used to be as highly produced as yeah. they are now. Yeah. But obviously, they're raking in millions of viewers still on a Monday yeah. night. Yeah, so like they're that doing time something slot. right. Yeah, yeah, they're doing something right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when I was on The Bachelorette, I got a choice, right? They were like, who are you thinking? People talked to me the whole way. They were like, who do you think? I knew who my final four were on night one. I was like, I only want to talk to those four guys. That's it. One of which I only wanted to learn how to snowboard. And then he ended up being my fiance. It's weird. (laughs) I know. Um, So I know they have a storyline that they tried to produce. Mm -hmm. But I think it's the same situation. This is how I always describe it to people. And you're married, so whatever. But... Think about when you used to date and you would mm-hmm. go into a bar, say you were single, and you would look around the bar. You could probably only find a couple dudes that you might think, oh, he's kind of cute. Maybe I'd like I to talk to him. I would chat with him. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Going into night one on The Bachelorette is the exact same thing. There's just 25 dudes. The room. Yeah, and you're like, okay, never, never, never. I want to talk to him. I want to talk to him. So it's like a little bit of like Tinder on the TV. <laughs> like only instead of swiping, you're just like, no rose for you. No it kind of you. is swiping though. Yeah. You're like, next. Nope. Nope. Your 10 minutes is up. Yep. You know? Uh, yeah. So I would say it's the same thing. Do you think that the seasons have gotten more hypersexualized over the years? Because yeah. I don't remember in the earlier seasons, yeah. everyone just boning on night one and like, no. you know what I mean? Like, No, I think everything has changed, right? I think... Uh, Social media has changed our lives, right? I think social media has changed um, the way this television show works. I mean, Mm -hmm. anyone can go on night one and get kicked off and sell so much teeth whitener that they don't know what to do, you know? Like, everyone is an influencer now. You go on The Bachelor and you're an influencer and you have 200,000 followers. Yeah. And you don't have to have a real job. Like, back in the day, we went on the show and then we left and we had a job still. Like, I remember having this conversation with another contestant. And again, I had been like the bachelorette. Yeah. You would think that that would be really cool. And she was just a contestant on The Bachelor. And I remember her saying to me, well, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. I mean, I can't like work a real job. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I work a real job. Yeah. But what do you And mean? had you moved out to LA at that point when you no, were on I the show? I still lived in or? Georgia. Oh, so okay. they filmed the show here and then uh-huh. we traveled a bit for the show, but I still lived in Georgia. I owned a home in Georgia. Oh, I never okay. intended on ever staying in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. I was hosting a show in Atlanta after The Bachelorette, which I was so lucky to get from being on the show, but it filmed and produced and everything in Atlanta. In Atlanta. And then I ended up doing just some guest stuff on like Extra and then Access Hollywood and a couple of things. So I would fly out yeah. and I would do a few things and I would come back. And then I realized, all right, I'm spending a lot of money on travel and hotels. Yeah. So then I just rented this really small uh, studio right on Van Nuys Boulevard, mm-hmm. right off of uh, that exit. There was a there was yeah, a, um, Sepulveda, apartment complex probably. right there. Yeah. And I rented this really small studio and I thought, I'll just split my time as long as I can make enough money to still pay my mortgage because mm-hmm. I always plan to go home. I didn't even move out here with anything. I yeah. drove my car and a TV and some clothes. Good. I'm glad you brought the TV. Yeah, I mean, very <laughs> important. How else was I going to watch priorities. television? <laughs> 
so I never intended to stay. And the only reason why I ended up staying was not because I'm this great, successful television host. I mean, mm-hmm. look at me, my lucrative career. I'm really doing well. I met Steven. Yeah. I still owned my home on the, like, until after we got married. Yeah. And had to sell my home in Georgia because I never intended to stay here. I didn't love Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It took me a really long no time. No one does. No. It took me a really long time of being in L.A. to find, like, my kind of people. Yeah. I actually really hated myself when I first I moved here. I feel like I'm still looking for sometimes, uh, like, the people who you're, yes. you connect with on a, like, real and genuine yes. level. Because I'm from Oklahoma originally. Right. So, and it's a different sensibility. My husband and I talk about this all the time because we just had some friends who recently took a massive dump on us. Oh. <laughs> and we're like, oh, God. Oh, why yeah. does this keep happening? Yeah. And, and we, our friends back home don't do that. Like, I, no. my best friend has been my best friend since yes. I was, like, 13, you know? So, it, it's just a different mentality out here in LA and it's a different way that people a different value set you know people relate to each other um and so that's it's it's so oddly comforting to find out when you hear from other people that you kind of struggle to find like who are my people do I vibe with this town should I move back home yes I don't care about physical appearance I don't care how many followers you have on Instagram I don't care what show you have a lot well you're super famous so (laughs) I mean I'm sitting in the room with royalty right right now I'm a big deal um I couldn't get past that concept of people people were willing to screw over whoever they could to get on top 1000 percent. like I cannot I still even to this day I will it's never shocking, be friends it? with people like that mm-hmm. that is not I I want to be friends with people because I want genuine real friendships right. I don't care who you are what you do and I definitely don't care how much money you make right like, those things are not important to me I want to build and cultivate real relationships when I die I want people to be like wow she was a really loyal nice human being I want mm-hmm. them to be like oh she was super famous she was on the bachelor Right. <laughs> People don't care about things like that. Like, yeah. that's not, we are made to build community. That's There's what something I think. about LA, though, that does bring that out in people. It makes you sort of forget um, a little bit of your humanity and decency a little bit because you're, everybody's so focused on making it, this yes. quote unquote making it. Yeah. Um, and you wouldn't think it'd be like that because you look think how many so. transplants we have yeah. here. Like, no one's really from LA. Yeah. I people think come the, here to make it big, but how do they lose themselves when they get here? I think when people come here, they, they want to come out here and make it big. It's a certain type of personality, a certain sure. type of drive, um, that, that, um, look at me, look at me. Yeah. You know, I always yeah. joke that I'm Tinkerbell. I need applause to live. Yeah. You know, like I do. I'm like, am I pretty? Do you think I'm funny? <laughs> like I need, yes. I have this need for constant reassurance, but I'm also incredibly self-confident. So you get this mixture of people who need that self-assurance, yeah. who are also very driven and it's just a weird it is. mix. It is weird. Um, and you have to sort of dig a lot to find the genuine people and they are there right there are genuine yeah Mm -hmm. legit actors and actresses and television hosts who live here Mm -hmm. and are successful and can show that but that are good normal people too you know it just is really hard to find those people and when you do you don't let them go right Right. like please be my friend yeah please be my friend can i come over and hang out in your house yeah aaron and i always talk about she's from ohio i'm from oklahoma and we always talk about how like we have very similar sensibilities and parenting styles and like all of that stuff and you know but we also can throw down at the bar and like have a glass <laughs> yeah, of right. like our bottle of wine. We went out at, last at Friday noon. night. Super noon. important. Happy hour. <laughs> we went out last Friday Happy night hour. and we had way too much oh. wine. And I was like, this is the best. I think the first time that I met Erin and I was like, oh my gosh, I really like you. Where are you from? Yeah. And she was it, like, oh, I'm from Ohio. And I was like, that's why oh, I like Oh, that's you. why I can't. I like it. my Midwest people. We get it. Yeah. Um. So you did you meet Stephen after The Bachelorette then? I did. So Again, you don't watch the show. This is a bit of an <laughs> incestual story. Okay. Um, so many people with 
inside the bachelor like all date and sleep together i don't i don't do that but I, yeah it just makes this like, like still unity yeah so yeah they're, like they're, they're like bachelor reunions like people get together and, yes like, i think people still do that but seven, i'm too old you know? right and I, i'm also married with kids so i don't quite fit in all right you know you're, you're not old by the way you well, have to stop saying that you're like well, you're not old. It's fine. I know it might feel I'm that I'm getting way, but, older, right? Yeah. I'll be 40 very soon. But I'm all right with that. I feel like You're for outgrowing the, that scene, maybe? Yeah. I just feel like for the first time in in my life, mm-hmm. I feel very aware and very confident in who I am. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even as a parent, a wife, and, and, and a job, or whatever else. I feel good. I'm 38 and I feel good, but I am getting older. You know, I I was also dealing with that thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, when I do get old, what do I do for a living? Am I still going to be like Insta famous? Like, are people still going to want to follow me? Want to buy my teeth whitener? (laughs) Here's my dentures there. You know, it's going to be so funny. um, I met Steven because uh, Steven's twin brother, he's an identical twin. His twin brother, Michael. Oh my God, Jessica's husband is also a twin i know so literally i was we were when jessica and i first met she was like um that's how we were talking about her husband she was like oh my god kyle's a twin and i was like that's why we like each other yes we get it you get the we twin get life. it yeah um uh steven's identical twin brother michael was on the season of the bachelorette that aired after mine so he uh. his bachelorette was jillian harris Okay. So that season of The Bachelorette was the only season I'd ever seen because I had just been on and her season started airing. I thought, oh yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a watch, you know? And I remember thinking that I thought Michael was so cute. I was was going to say, were you like, that guy's cute? He is so funny. He is so cute. And (laughs) then when they, so Michael made it down to the hometown dates. And so when Michael got to go and take Jillian to meet his family, I was like, oh my gosh, those people are so great. I need to be a part of that family. And then they introduced his brother, Stephen. And I wasn't like, like, oh, he's so cute or anything. I just was like, oh my gosh, I need to hang out with them. Like, I need to be part of that family. I'm going to date Michael. I'm going to date Michael. You secreted your marriage and your future, basically. I was like, dear God, bring me a twin. (laughs) Yeah. This is happening. (laughs) So Michael and I met. And oddly enough, I didn't realize this. Michael had had liked me from The Bachelorette. He also wanted to date me. But two seconds in meeting Michael, I was like, this is never going to work. This is never going to work. So um, (laughs) Michael started dating a friend of mine. And they introduced me to Steven. And you were like, Michael winner, and his, winner. Michael and that girl didn't end up getting married, but then Steven and I ended up getting married. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And you guys are so sweet together too. Oh, and thanks. you have like the cutest well, kids. And sometimes. sometimes. Depends on if we're fighting or not. Married life. <laughs> married life. Um, but I love that. I love that you guys have, you know, stayed obviously. Is he yeah. in the industry too? Is he? No, he's not. Steven works for a gaming company called Riot Games. Okay. They're down in Santa Monica. They produce uh, one of the largest online video games called League of Legends. They're really, really League cool. League of Legends. That yeah. Awesome. Like I want to work there. I mean, I- I'll like be a janitor or like clean <laughs> toilets or whatever. The company is just so cool. Oh, I love that. And so like, forward so um steven and i were having this conversation the other day because he was like you know i'm i'm like 37 no wait he's 36 i like him young um he was like i, f- I feel like i've peaked in my career like where do i go, do from, I go from here because you if know? you got that dream job at 36 where right do you go? right and i was like i hear you man mm-hmm. i'll just like serve corn dogs or something in the cafeteria i just want to work there so he's very very happy so no he's not in the industry at all but do you feel like then there's something that's still tying you to la or do you still long to go back to georgia i do not long to go back to georgia you're kind of um, over that then yeah my sister has since moved my dad is still there and my brother is still there and we go home to visit but um i think just my priorities shifted when I got married. You know that. You're married. Totally. You have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And the same thing once I had kids. My priorities shifted. Um, it's not like I'm sitting around craving this big television career or this hosting gig that I wanted before. 
just my priorities are very different. We have built a life here and I feel very confident in that. And I love that Stephen's mom and dad are so close because they're super helpful nice. with our kids. Um, our church, we love our church. We love our community. We finally are in a place where we really love our friends. We have a beautiful home. So I just my priorities shifted and I actually love Southern California. It's yeah. 78 today and it's I know, sunny. It's so you know, nice. my sister's like, it's gloomy and like 40 in Virginia. And I'm like, see, I can never leave California yes. now. You know, there is something about it. Like when we've, we've always loved living here. There's aspects of it that I don't love, oh, but sure. for the most part, we've loved living here. We've lived here almost 15 years yeah. and I can't imagine ever going back to Oklahoma no. and living there again, or I can't imagine living anywhere else. Like there's sometimes where I'm like, Oh, it'd be nice to like have a place here yeah. or where yeah. we, we love it here. This is definitely our home. Yeah. Even if yeah. I did go back to Georgia, I, I don't know that I could ever go back to that small town life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, where would I work? Like what at would Walmart? I do? What yeah. would I do? You know, yeah. what do those people, I'm, I, I, yeah, I just can't imagine right. doing that again. Even if we were to choose to move to go somewhere else, it would have to be like, you know, Nashville and like right in the city or like New York. Like I just don't know. Somewhere that I could, where there's another like city yeah, life. Yeah, I don't know that I could slow down totally, anymore. Totally. And you talk about, you know, we were talking about finding your tribe and group of people or whatever and you have found someone really wonful, Christine Lakin. Oh, I was thinking you talk about Stephen You're again. You're like, oh, like God. Yeah, yeah. No, no, he's Christine amazing, awesome. that guy. No, Christine Lakin who has been on the show before and like was really um, honest and open about her birth story yeah. and she was um, like such a joy to get to know and you guys have now partnered together with moms and cars and you've been doing that for a while and it's so much fun yeah. um, tell me you about that there. like yes I was thank you for having <laughs> me um, tell me about that like what is your vision for the show because it's and well tell people first of all like what it is oh man um you know what? So Christine and I have known each other for a really long time. People don't realize that. We actually met over, gosh, it's been like 12 years ago. We did a Goodwill tour to Iraq to visit the troops. Oh, that's nice. And this was right when the war was going on. So we like were taking Blackhawks into Baghdad and like bombs were going off. You and know? she was on an ABC show, right? Is that how you guys got no. invited to the thing? At or? the same time, we ended up with the same publicist. I oh. was right off of The Bachelorette and my relationship with the guy that I had chosen just ended. And then I was launching into this other television show that I was hosting. So she and I shared a publicist. I didn't know her. How interesting. Yeah. So um, we hopped on the same flight. Here we are sitting next to each other, flying over to Afghanistan, you know? Yeah. Like you do. Yeah. Right. Just normal. <laughs> and I get a glass of wine and she's like, okay, maybe I'll have one. And then she leans over and I don't want to be the weirdo because obviously I knew her as Al from Step by Step and I had uh-huh. seen her in several movies. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to be the weirdo who's like fangirling because I can tend to be like that. <laughs> um, and she leans over and she's like, so listen. I have to be honest, we watched you on The Bachelorette and I have a dozen questions. Do you mind if I ask? And I was like, oh my God, I love you so much. And so we've been friends ever since. And she was probably one of my very first like true friends Mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. And I I was here I was like moving to the city where I was like, okay, here's this girl Mm -hmm. who's like legit famous. You know, she works really hard. She's a great actress. And it was so nice to find someone who was just so normal. So we have been really good friends um, for a long time. We used to live like two miles from each other when I was in Sherman Oaks. And mm-hmm. so it was, we used to do like bachelor Mondays and she and Steven would build like a fantasy bachelor thing. <sighs> and we would all like bet money. And so it was, this was also pre kids. Yeah. You know, you can go to when sleep you had that kind of now. time, yeah. the luxury of yeah. like so, just playing games and having fun like that. Yeah. So I, when I thought of this idea, I just legit, when we had Austin, I wasn't working a lot. So, you know, we were just just budgeting. Right. And right. so when we got to the point where I could afford a babysitter, I couldn't afford to go anywhere. So, like, I could get someone to come and sit with the kids for my sanity for a couple of like, hours. Where are you going to Right? Go? I couldn't go to Target because I'd spend $200. Yes. <laughs> I didn't want to go to lunch by myself, and I didn't really have a lot of girlfriends yet. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, what do I do? So, I would just, like, sit in my car. 
I would read a book yeah. or I would watch TV, you know, right outside my driveway so I could still catch Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. You know, I would um, FaceTime and then like Snapchat came back real big. So I would start yeah. putting this on Snapchat and someone messaged me and was like, this is really funny. You should make this a show. And I was like, you know what? Okay, maybe I will. And so Christine was pregnant at the time and I went mm-hmm. to Christine. I was like, listen, I love you. We're really great friends. You're a mom. Um, I could learn a lot from you. She's like a um, choreographer. She's a director. She's yes. a writer. She does all of these things. And I was like, I would love it if we could do this together. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, can we do this? And she was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And um, coincidentally, Hollywood Darlings had just been um, canceled. So we were like, let's do it right now. And we really had no, like, ambition for the show. We weren't like, oh, my gosh, we want to make a million dollars. It right. wasn't like that. We just thought, let's build this community, mm-hmm. right? There's so much shaming going on in the parent game, and I think with social sure. media and everything else. Everyone has an opinion whether you want it or not right. about what it is to be um, a parent, a mom. And what I love about Christine is that she's like me. Like, she just keeps it real. Some mm-hmm. days are really hard. Yeah. And I shouldn't be made to feel bad to get a babysitter for a couple hours if I want to go and have lunch alone or run right. errands or go to the grocery store. Like, it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so we really just started this just to build community. Like, it was funny. Christine and I would do funny things in our car, and then it turned into, like, skits. We would, like, like exaggerate on the funny things we had done in our car. So mm-hmm. if we did have a glass of wine in the car, we made it a funny thing where right. we're having wine, and there's a music, and there's a party, and then Stephen catches us, you know? So that's how it all started. And then, luckily, in the community that we've built and the friends that we have made, we mm-hmm. thought it'd be really fun to bring people in in the back seat. I bet you our followers would want to see them, hear what parenting is like for them, so, I mean, really, it's just transgressed over time into this into this thing, which makes me so happy. Now, where, yeah. where I wanted to go, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to but not have to pay for, like, filming. For the production. filming of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I'm not trying to be a billionaire. That's, um, well, I think we should all be trying to be billionaires. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. I mean, I wanna, I don't Beyonce, wanna we're coming for you. Yeah, we're coming, girl. Um, but, no, I totally get that. And I think what I love about that and what I love about you guys, what you've done, is that you – are creating something yeah like so often um I meet with people who are frustrated you know and they don't know what to do and I'm like well what are you creating what are you making like you could literally with this like make a movie there was a movie the screen at Sundance that was all shot on an iPhone you know crazy um so I'm like you could do anything nowadays with the tools available and the outlets and the free social media that's available to you now building on that audience is is a challenge like getting noticed and you know, like we were talking about earlier, getting a social following, getting yeah. people on board. How many hashtags do you need to put for How someone to find your video? You need 30, <laughs> all 30. I tell people, use all 30 hashtags. Yeah. Um, but like, it's hard to build and grow. And Instagram is squashing their app, their algorithms and everything so much. Aaron and I literally talk about this like every day. It's to the point where it's sick. We shouldn't it's be like, having this many conversations yeah, over it. It's just so frustrating yeah. because you're out there and like you are creating something. Sure. You know, I'm creating something. Aaron, we're all building, like trying to do something, but yeah. to get noticed, yes. to reach new people has been almost completely really changed. Yeah. They've, they've tweaked it so much to where you just cannot get to other people, real people. Yeah. You know, like how do I, unless I'm on my phone all day, every day and I don't have time for that. Which who has has time time for that? that? Yeah. Um, so it's hard. And then, you know, everybody starts comparing themselves and you go, Oh, well, so-and-so has half a million followers. And I'm like, why aren't I getting the likes? Why aren't I getting that? And then there's a lot of also a mind, a mind up. Yeah. And you start comparing yourself constantly. So it's just, it's a very frustrating time to be starting something new and something creative and try to grow from it. And so I still 
I still think it's great when people do that. And I yeah. still think there is value to it because you never know who's going to watch. No. Like a producer could see that and your show and go, Oh my God, this is the cutest thing ever. I need to put this on my platform yeah. or whatever. And you just never know. And I think that's, what's exciting still about being in this business, being in LA yes. and the, all the creative people that are, yes. there's crazy people, but there's creative people, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the other piece too is like builds us up. Like yeah. again, we're not we're not trying to make millions. Mm-hmm. We're not even making thousands. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, but you guys are having fun. But like when I was yes, there with you, you guys were having so up. much fun. Yes, yeah. creatively to be able to sit and write to 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 our skits, creating that to having the guests on to to talking about their careers and everything that they're doing. It fills me up now. It's not this big thing, but, you know, it makes me happy to do it. It makes yeah. me happy to do it with Christine. And every time we get to film, I feel like this is really awesome. I mean, I get to have cheese and wine in your car. Who doesn't, <laughs> right? People are always like, you guys shouldn't be drinking and driving. And I, always, Christine and I are like, do we need to just, like, put it on there? We also, are not, you're not drinking and driving. driving. You're not going no, anywhere. No, no, think- we're parked. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Who said that? I realize that. Maybe I'll There's reply. Somebody's always got to say something. Maybe I'll reply to somebody Don't you ever know if that. you post something and you don't spell it right? Somebody is going to write you. Somebody will call you out on it. Yeah. 100%. That's not how you spell it. I posted something the other day where I was chopping like cucumbers for the kids. And I was like, I do this, but sometimes I like to put an English, or no, I said a, a, an English cucumber, but I had Persian cucumbers that I just bought from Trader Joe's. Uh-huh. Do you know how many people messaged me and were like, that's a Persian cucumber. Oh, you good need to Lord. get it right. I'm like, people, come on. It's a cucumber. People on the internet are hardcore. <laughs> they don't miss a beat. No. Who, they don't miss a like, beat. Who has time for that? Who has time for that? These <laughs> people have way too much. I don't have time for that. Um, I um, would love to know. Do you, would you do anything differently? Would you do the bachelor and bachelorette again? Would you maybe stay in Georgia, try a different, something there, hosting more there? Mm. Um, What would you do differently? I always kind of struggle a little bit with this question because I am not one to live with regrets. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that everything, I mean, I'm a Christian, so I believe that everything is planned out with the Lord. My life Mm -hmm. is planned out a certain way. Same girl. Um, So, so my decisions obviously led me to where I'm absolutely meant to be. Mm-hmm. Say I had made a different decision. Say I had chosen a different guy, right? Then I would have taken the, I, I would have taken a different path. Like God gives us free it's will, that right? Whole, we like get the, sliding the idea right, of sliding doors. Right. Do you remember that? Like I don't yes. remember that movie, but it was like a like a missed second and, yes. and a door closing yes. can completely change your yeah. alter your life. And yes, your, God's yeah. looking at you like a map, right? Yeah. He knows you're going from here to here, but you can either go right or you can go left or you can go straight, yeah. and that is your choice. So. I struggle with this question because I, I don't live with regrets. I was really upset for a very long time because the guy that I chose, we had this really nasty breakup and he put it all over the internet and FaceTime oh. with her. I mean, it was a disaster. And I just, in my life, I put a lot out there on social media, but I think there are certain aspects of my life that I keep to myself. Sure. You almost have to right? to protect yourself. And also, who kisses and tells? Like, come on. Right. Keep your shit to well, yourself, Well, people on The Bachelor do. People on The Bachelor, right? <laughs> Um, so I was just really upset for a long time because he ran me through the ground and I was really angry, Mm -hmm. um, at the way things panned out with him, how it was misled on the show. I was really angry with the producers because I felt like they lied to me. There was this whole thing. I was really upset for a very long time. Um, probably up until I met Steven and I think it's very cliche and silly to say that Steven saved me, but kind Mm -hmm. of, I think he did. Yeah. I was really bitter and I was angry and every time somebody was like, oh, you that girl on The Bachelor? I was like, oh, for God's sakes. Yes, please. I can't live this down. I'm never gonna live this down. I will never get scared. But I think through Steven, I found a little bit of salvation there, um, and faith in him. And I never understood when people would say, 
you know, when they met someone, they're like, oh, when you know, you just know. You just know. Because I never knew that before. Like, yeah. I questioned every guy that I dated. Yeah. I wanted to be married. I wanted family and I wanted kids, but I would question everybody. I'd be like, oh, could I really <laughs> deal with that for the rest of my life? Yeah. He's, he's his mama's boy. Could I really deal with that? I, you know, I just <laughs> was constantly questioning every guy that I dated. And not not that Steven's perfect by any means, you know. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, I just I, I just knew and I never really experienced that in my life. It's not like I loved him yet. Mm-hmm. I just knew like two weeks in, I was like, all right, I'll never be okay if I'm not with this person for the rest of my life. That's how I felt about my husband. Yeah. We, we met in college and I knew like right away. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. And you're not, yeah. you don't love him. And them. I think ultimately he knew too. Yeah. He just was like be didn't want to admit it because he's being a guy but he knew too like there was no yeah. doubt you know yeah. the way our whole lives like shifted and yes. came together and you know and we've been together for 20 something years yeah so, and I'm, I'm I mean, that's incredible so I know look at us um, we're doing really well we're doing really well when we were two um <laughs> um <coughs> uh, well I'd love to hear that too because that's probably why you liked my sign in the bathroom that says yes! wash your hands yes I literally was like Could I, does this fit in my purse I'm gonna take this home right now because if, if the two things I'm always like to my kids I'm like Jesus knows what you're doing yes you need to Jesus sees you we see you you're Jesus being naughty and your mama. Jesus, I might see Jesus knows <laughs> yeah. or I'm like wash your freaking hands man yes. stop putting your finger in your nose wash Jesus your hands Jesus and germs are everywhere yes I'm gonna so, before I leave here today I'm gonna go take a picture of that do it I'm gonna pass I also too have a, a sign on the wall you just talked about he saved you um I Chris and I went on our very first date we went and saw the movie Titanic that's oh how old we god, are I love it it was on like Valentine's <laughs> Day and I'm like oh god no but like that was our first um official date oh that's awesome and there's a line in the movie where she says Rose says he saved me in every possible way yeah. that a woman could be saved yeah and um I did a voice recording of me saying that oh and then they oh, took I have, I have gold the really I know it, it was like so sweet I did a voice recording of that and and they did like the um, uh, audio levels that go up oh, and down of my voice yeah. saying that with the quote. And I had it framed. Oh, that's really And awesome. I was like, yes, I won anniversary gift. Yep. Um, but yeah. So I'm like, oh, I totally understand what you're saying yeah. and where you're coming from. Because yeah. it's like you meet that person. Yes. And whether you meet them on live television yes, or whatever right? or right? in or in, you know, in a friend's house, a local bar, whatever you just sort of have that feeling and it's very comforting and you're like, I get this. And you hope, the other person also has that yeah. feeling too. Like that's I think the Stephen key. Stephen would agree. Luckily yeah. for me, Stephen would agree. Yeah. He felt it too. That's the key. Yeah. Is you gotta hope. Like, wait, you feel the same way, right? Yeah, it doesn't make us yeah. perfect. We have a very no. normal marriage. No, we same. fight. We argue. We, we you know yeah. we struggle with our things. Totally. But like, uh, I think at the end of the day, and something that Stephen will always say too is like, we're committed to each other. You know, yeah. um, Christine said something. I'm gonna butcher it. I'm really terrible with like quotes and like movie quotes. But today, interesting enough, she said something. Well, she was listening to a podcast, and they said you will have. I can't even remember the woman's name. I'm going to have to text her. Um, (laughs) The woman said, you will have many marriages in your life. You can choose whether that marriage will be to the same person. Yeah. You know, and for Hmm. me, I just thought that makes so much sense because Stephen and I are not who we were when we met. Right. By any means. Right. Right. I mean, I'm not the, I'm not the same like 19, 20 year old no, that I, I was. was. Yeah. Stupid. I was really I stupid. Was I can't crazy. even believe he stayed with me this long. Yeah. <laughs> I have a distinct memory of him chasing me in my car one day, like, don't go. And I was yeah. like, chase me. Like, come on, Ugh, drama. Obnoxious. I can't believe he's staying with me. Um, but think about it, right. The different mm-hmm. phases that your marriage has taken, even now yeah. with kids, like we're not the same 
like Stephen and I would go to happy hour at four o'clock oh and God, like stay up all night best. and binge watch television until Sunday, you know, that like the best. It just, we're just different. And it mm-hmm. is true. I think we have different marriages. We have a different marriage than probably what we had eight years ago. Sure. Um, but I'm, I want to be married to that same person. Yeah. You know, I don't want to do it with anybody I mean, you else. Hope, you hope ideally that you grow and change together. Hopefully. Yeah. You know, rather than apart, <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. like that's like, yeah. that's, you know, the goal or whatever. Yeah. But, um, well, I think you're great, and I want to call you oh, Dee Dee now. Thank you. You can call me Dee Dee. <laughs> Diana. I'm a, I'm a I will not say Diana. Now I'm like, oh no, I'm, yeah. the internet, damn you. Yeah. Don't make when fun of my friend. When Stephen and I got married, um, his high school buddies would call him Stag. So somehow that has transitioned with me. Stag, yeah. yeah. I so get like, called Brooker a lot. Yeah, yeah, right? Right? A lot of my yeah. friends would be like, Stag, Stag. And I'm like, who? Me or Steven? Me or Steven? Me? Who are you talking to? Yeah. Well, I want to tell everybody first of all, Moms of Cars, they can watch it on Instagram. Is there also a website you guys have? No. Um, we originally, going through this, again, with the social media mm-hmm. thing, we originally thought, oh, maybe we'll start a YouTube page. Maybe we'll have a website. Yeah. Maybe we'll have an Instagram, so hard. blah, blah, blah. There's so many options. Yeah, there. there's so many options. And nowadays, to grow even like a YouTube following is crazy. And we really just yeah. wanted people to find our videos, think they're funny, and find community there. So yeah. we ultimately decided to put everything on Instagram. So you can find everything, every we've done and our feed um and now we put our longer videos on igtv we finally broke into the new generation yes, put it all up there so everything we do lives on at moms and cars all right so i'm gonna put uh all of that info up on motherhood in hollywood um as well you guys make sure you follow these ladies they're very funny they're also very sweet um i'm also going to put a link to christine's episode here so you can hear um her really just heartfelt and wonderful birth story that she shared with me and um Diana. I'm thank just going to come here more often. Thank You're making you. me feel so good. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you so much for coming. <laughs> thank you. Now we're going to go and stuff our faces because yeah, neither binge-y. one of us have eaten lunch today. <laughs> and it's Friday. We could binge drink too. Yes. Okay. All of the above. Your daughter's not even home from school yet. She's not. We've got time. <laughs> We've got time. Um, thank you so much for listening, you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. balls.